All okay, right. are we ready to go? All right, I'm about to start the countdown, so you better mm-hmm. be ready for the. So you're going high, I'm going low. We're gonna harmonize. Are you ready? Right. All right. In five, four, three, two. Welcome to, to the, the pod. Girl, you don't even know the name. All right, let me try again. You let don't even again. know the name of the podcast. Let me try again. Let me try again. Okay. Okay. Welcome now, I have to, to do the, now I have to do the countdown again. All right. Okay. Ready? ready? Okay. I was just practicing. Five, four, three, two. In five, four, three, two. Welcome to the podcast. What an iconic start to the show. First episode, iconic start. Welcome to the pot seat. This is a podcast for stoners by stoners. Yes, ma'am. You already know. Um, I'm your host, Sarah. And we have the most beautiful guest one for our first episode. My very good friend since the sixth grade. Miss Sophie Alper. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be at the pot seat. The pot seat, yeah. You're going to be the first guest of what is going to be a monumental show. And I will have to say that I'm with two of the girls that I was with when I first smoked marijuana. Oh my, okay, so before we even dive into all of that, because this is a stoner podcast, so if you are 21 and you live in a state where it's legal most states are becoming legal amen god bless amen god bless i mean it should be fucking legal man yeah what's wrong with it literally my um, yeah all right go ahead Sorry. i was just gonna say pause the video roll up a joint and then come back when you're sparking because that's gonna be the most efficient way to watch this right we have our vino vino should we um cheers we got it at the cvs amen mm-hmm. amen virginia Set our home that good, good. That Sutter Home, that expensive wine, you know. Delicious white Zinfandel with some dust on the top from CBS. But we love yeah, that. nobody was fucking with the white Zinfandel. That oh, shit had a, right. a fat coat of dust on it. Um, right. So let's start. We're gonna get into like I have this on. I have an extensive list of shit yes. to talk about, and I do have first time smoking and all that good stuff. But before we get into that, mm-hmm. we need to talk about how we met right how did we meet sophie how did that come about so the way that i recall it was in sixth grade math class i sat next to you mm-hmm. i think that was just fate manifestation i don't know what you can say it yeah. was but divine timing divine timing and we were sat next to each other and just from the moment i met you sarah i really did know you were a real person you were a true mm-hmm. friend I got a good vibe from you, and I don't get good vibes from many people, to be honest, because most people... We're haters. Right. A little bit. But you should know that... But anybody that I choose to be friends with is the baddest bitches ever, so... I've I noticed that about your friend group. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Um. So, yeah, we were in this math Tell class me. together. We had this teacher. Let's name her Miss Mathematics. Yes. Miss Math and Miss Mathematics. I don't know what Miss Girl was going through, but she was going through it. My older sister had her, mm-hmm. and I recall one day there was a mental breakdown that happened. Uh, yeah, I think it has something to do with Miss Mathematics' significant other, and basically she started screaming in class and she started ripping down all the posters. You know the corny. Yeah, girl. May I have an example of one of the posters? The corny like posters that are in classrooms that like I don't I can't even like think of an example. It's like you can do it. Like yeah, that like, type yay, of stuff. Math. Like yeah. I don't fucking like know. Like one, two, three, eyes on me type shit. I know. <laughs> 
precisely. She starts ripping them down. My, this is what my sister told me. She witnessed this shit firsthand. I understand. Front row seating. She started ripping that shit down and screaming, if I'm not having any fun, you guys aren't having any fun. She starts ripping that shit down. She starts bawling her eyes out crying. She starts running down the hallway in her heels. She trips and she falls, right? Mm -hmm. In the hallway of this middle school in front of these 12-year-olds. Then she just takes her heels off, leaves the heels in the hallway, runs out to her car, and fucking dips out. And if that doesn't, if the reason that we met was in that math class, I think that that is such a good emblem of our friendship and what was to come was just this ripping mental down, breakdowns, mental breakdowns, ripping down the, the mathematic posters in the Mayfield of our lives, middle school, the mathematic posters of right. our lives that we ripped down. That's emblematic. And I respect Miss. Oh, Miss Mathematics. Miss Mathematics. Yeah, Ms. don't Mathematics. E- you know, don't even worry about it. Miss Mathematics. You know, she's yeah, fine. I respect she, Miss Mathematics. She's not gonna see this, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that <laughs> we bonded over. Yeah, tell me. Was Jersey Shore. Oh my god. Which we should not have been, been watching. watching at sixth grade. <laughs> I started watching it in the fifth grade. I watched it in the fourth grade, and I remember I thought it was like gonna make me like cooler with like you know the people because yeah. I thought that you know that's what was supposed to be a good time. You know, I wanted Snooki, I wanted to be on that. I show wanted to be on that at show. Ten years old, exactly. It does not say anything good about us at all. Nothing good at all, but a lot of fun. We've always had a lot of fun. Even Mm -hmm. sixth grade, we knew that we were more fun than most of the people in that grade. We were better than everybody else. We were better. That's the point we wanted to hit. We wanted to hit that point. So I already knew as soon as you told me that you were watching Jersey Shore, because I remember Mm -hmm. at that point, I had told all my friends, you know, prior to meeting you, to watch Jersey Shore, and all of them were little bitches i don't know if i'm allowed to say that oh yeah say whatever the fuck you want and at fifth grade they were like i can't like my mom won't let me yeah yeah like that type of shit and i'm like damn thug shit don't listen to your mom turn on fucking jersey shore right nasty nine-year-old right (laughs) exactly so then when i knew when i heard you had already been watching for my parents don't give a fuck they don't, don't give, give a, a fuck. fuck. Yeah, I was yeah. like, this girl, I can really fuck with her. Mm-hmm. I can really fuck with her yeah. because I just knew that anybody that watched Jersey Shore was going to have a good time. So we had, we were entrepreneurs from Amen. the start. We had an idea for a fucking Jersey Shore dance class. A yes. dance class. And our, we were going to have our middle school friends sign up so we could teach them how to be the baddest bitches and do all the Jersey Shore And how dances. to fist pump properly. So... What were the different dances we were gonna fist pump, Jersey Turnpike, the fucking Ronnie? Oh, the Ronnie. The Ronnie. Um, for audio listeners, I'm waving my hand in front of my face vigorously, vigorously, um, as if you're the on Ronnie. the Ron Ron juice. O- off the Ron. We should make Ron Ron juice. We've never made it before. Do you know what Ron Ron juice is? It's like water. There's the recipe online. Water? It's like watermelon juice. Oh. It's, water. <laughs> it's just water and vodka. Uh, hold on, Freddie. <laughs> I think something turned off. <laughs> the camera made a flickering sound. Do you think fell big already? Yeah. Wonderful. All, right. All right. Ready to go? Yeah. So we did take a short little intermission because we had some technical difficulties. Right. But we are back. We left off with how we were big businesswomen at the age of 11 with our right. Jersey Shore dance class. We covered that a little bit. I want to lead us into... Our riveting question of the show. Yes. Which is, 
you have the opportunity to experience season one Jersey Shore as any of the characters. Right. Who do you want to experience it as and why? So for me, it would have to be JWoww, Jenny Farley. The, the baddest bitch. The, the baddest, baddest bitch. bitch. Because if you can all recall season one, she was really living her best life. Tom, we all know, was not going to work out. And she went to the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. She went with no drama. She wanted mm-hmm. no drama. She just mm-hmm. wanted to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Snooki kind of made herself a mess that first season. Yeah, first season Snooki is she, definitely not the place to be. She wasn't even having a good time. She was just sad and homesick. So that's why mm-hmm. I wouldn't go Snooki. And she got punched in the fucking she face. She got punched in the fucking face. <laughs> I'm cool on that. Right. We're going to pass. But Sammy was also like, she was already bitching. Angelina was already bitching. Yeah, Sammy Ronnie's a no. Angelina's a no. Angelina's a no. So the only other person I would, I, I just relate to Jenny because she came uh-huh. in and was like, I want to have a good time. She saw Polly D's penis piercing. Dick piercing. Dick yes. piercing. That type of energy is what I'm looking for going into this mm-hmm. hot vac summer. Hot vac summer? Yes. Oh, that, I have not heard that. Yes. Oh my God, that's good. I love that. Yes, that's what I'm trying to go with that type of energy. <laughs> And, you know, I just really appreciated how she was also just, like, a friend to everybody in the house that Mm -hmm. season. She really was not in much drama. The drama did not really start brewing until season two. Oh, season two was a fucking shit show. Right, with the letter. Who wrote the note? Oh, that was super loud. wrote the note. (laughs) You twos. So, oh, my God. Okay, off off topic before I answer the question. Yeah. Bro, that scene where Angelina punches Polly in the face and she's like, I didn't, didn't even punch you. And that's the maddest we've ever seen Polly. He said he was so angry. His veins were popping. Yeah, he was His fucking veins mad. veins were popping. But speaking of Polly, I think that's going to have to be my choice because, you know, something just fell. Something fell. We're not sure what it was, but it was none of the cameras. Uh, so <laughs> our Freddie Benson is here. I don't know what the fuck that was. Something really did fall probably my dignity um no no i didn't say that who said that um not you paulie d because he's out here you know showcasing his dick piercing he got that shit going in he was like hot boy somewhere i got my dick piercing i'm ready to to show it off how does that even work first of all where on the penis yeah that's what i want to know does one get pierced do you because i assume that he's circumcised i don't know because he he's born in the states because they claim to be italian but Vinny was really the only real italian so if you could guess sarah where on the penis would be this penis piercing i just don't maybe oh no that wouldn't that wouldn't even work like i really can't think i can't i like the only thing that would make sense to me is if you Nah, because then that wouldn't work either. How does that work, my guy? Maybe you just, like, pull on it a little bit and, like... I would say you would have to pull on some stuff for sure. I would have to say it's probably on the balls, if anywhere. No, but I thought it was on his dick. Like, I feel like if it was on his balls, they would have been, like, Polly's balls. Can we fucking look it up? All right, you know, if there's any... got it for us so it looks like it to me to me freddie benson show it to us again wait, wait, can I get this on the freddie benson 
God. I don't think you can show that on like. So basically, what I'm seeing <laughs> is that it's on the tip to the. Wait, stop! Because you see, there's there's different ones. Do you do you see? There's one that's this one. That one looks painful. That's there's like, one that's through the hole where you pee out of. <laughs> How does that work? That one, that's like what I was kind of picturing. That's what I was picturing. Top so it's like right the, is what I was picturing. But the tip to the shaft? Look at the fucking, um, <laughs> the tip to the- look at the fucking, look at that. They just, no, yeah, they literally just pierce the fucking skin, y'all. Yeah, right on there. So if you all are interested in penis piercings, maybe reach out to Polly D, Polly DelVecchio from DelVecchio. How do you know their last names? Snooki, Super fan. Nicole Pelosi. Pelosi, Pelosi. We have Jenny Farley, Sammy Giancola. How the fuck do you know these people? I don't know Angelina's last name. If anybody knows, gives a fuck about that bitch. Right, right. It's like, but like, we're not gonna get into family reunion. But I didn't mind her family reunion. She did shit her pants, and that was kind of trifling. But you, you know, and then she said it was period shit. Right? I've never heard of that. What do you mean? You've never. You've never had period shit? I have shit. Like, not in my pants, but, like, just in general. I've shat on my period, but I've never (laughs) been like, oh. That's why I shit myself in my pants. That's why I shit myself in the pants, because I'm on my period. I was on a hike today with my friends, and there was, like, people left their drawers behind. (gasps) And we were like, what? Apparently, that happened when we were working at the fucking, um... Uh, the fucking shop on the corner. He was cleaning the bathroom out, and he was emptying like the little like you know like tampon waste bin. Right. And he found some chick's drawers. What the fuck kind of bad day did you go through that you're like, oh, I can't even take these home and wash them. <laughs> these are done. These are done. What are you going through that you have to leave your panties behind, sister? Do we know the state of the panties when they were found? <laughs> were they clean? Dirty? <laughs> Girl, I doubt they were fucking clean if they're getting left behind. Who's leaving like a fresh pair of fucking pink undies behind? Rest in peace to the person that left their drawers. I don't know what and she was And to the person that through. had to clean it up. Rest in peace, <laughs> I honestly. I don't know what Sis was going through that she thought that she had to leave her panties in the trash can. Low key, it sounds like a heavy flow or some type of situation. No, because he didn't say that they were that they were stained or anything. Right. Like it just kind of seemed like sis, maybe they were uncomfortable. She was drunk. She lost her shit. She was like, fuck this long. Right. Fuck those draws. Um, that was kind of, <laughs> Oh my god. We got so off topic from how we originally met because we bonded over jersey shore right and we knew that we had to stay in a cabin together for outdoor so let's just backtrack i guess a little bit a little bit okay we went to separate elementary schools Uh uh-huh and we met in sixth grade yeah i came from one elementary school you came from another that is correct so <laughs> well, yeah, she went to <laughs> elementary. I went to. They were out of fucking stalkers. We're famous. We can't. Whatever. You're gonna have to edit that out. You're gonna have to edit that out. You're gonna have to edit that out. So anyway, outdoor ed I feel like really solidified how at that point I thought other bitches were my friends, but nobody was my friend, and except for you at outdoor ed because we um, went through it together. Well, for people who don't know, so what, what is, we go through? But for people who don't know, what right. is outdoor ed? What is it? 
you want me is that a question explain it explain it so outdoor ed is an experience for sixth grade students to go to a cabin in the middle of the woods and just kind of like experience the outdoors understand like you know natural resources and respecting their environment and we did not want to go listen i'm my, like i'm all for the environment like protect the trees save mm-hmm. the turtles type stuff but, but keep me out of it but to stay in a cabin with no Wi-Fi TV, I at that time had a real addiction. Like we were already talking about Jersey Shore, had mm-hmm. a real addiction to television. Like I needed that shit to go to sleep. Like it was yeah. not happening. So when I was told I was going to that cabin, the first thing that came into my mind was no TV, no no. The first thing that came into my mind was bugs. Okay, so we had different bugs. issues. So what what were your thoughts when you were told you were going to outdoor ed? I told my mom I don't want to go, right? And normally right. my mom like doesn't give a fuck about most things. Right. Um but she was convinced that I was going to have the time of my life and I was going to regret it if I didn't go. So big guy told you so when I came back. Right. But she's like, "No, it's going to be a good experience." I was like, "Mom, I don't want to go." I remember so at the time Dude, I've been on and off vegetarian since elementary school, right? I've always been an animal rights activist. And I, in the sixth grade, was not eating any meat, super, like, against that shit. And (sighs) I was, I remember we walked into this room and my friend Maddie was Madison. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay, sorry. She was like, (laughs) she was like, um, oh, close your eyes. Because we walked into a room and it was just like a bunch of, like, fucking deer heads and animal heads on the fucking walls and then we were fishing and i and i was like i don't want to fish because that's fucking cruel and they told me they like made me fucking do it and what i would do is i you could kind of see into the water so i would put my hook in and every time a a fish would come towards it i would pull it out because i felt so fucking bad i literally wanted to cry i wanted to cry i didn't want to fucking torture these animals it was absolutely um so one stop recording just start it again and i'll just use those angles for that for that segment yeah thank you you got a fishing hook stuck yeah, in your leg went back with the fishing like with their little whatever the fuck and like it got stuck in my leg i cannot remember like, fishing on this, on this trip like, you ha- did you go to the hospital well no like i just pulled the fishing like hook out of my, my leg so freddie benson here just like, told us that she has a scar on her knee <laughs> From outdoor ed, but I was not happy. I know you. I how did you forget? I would Freddie be Benson, with that you person. Did you enjoy outdoor ed personally? Yes or no? Um, no, like I didn't like it because like we were in a cabin. You were in our cabin, so correct, Freddie Benson? I just like could not tell you. I don't probably. Like, have, probably. I, I remember I, was but, our bitches like, like, name like, dropping like. I just like distinctly remember that like mom would like kiss her before bed so right. I feel like I had to have been in like that cabin that's why we would cry every morning why the food was the nasty, food was nasty. Was, like that little like um like you had to like go through like jump on shit and like climb and, there was like, a challenge like, course yeah, with a ropes course I, I personally didn't, didn't like that. it because I couldn't climb over the wall I did not experience that I didn't experience the fishing situation but you know what? Because that was um, that chaperone that we just mentioned had yeah. set an alarm every morning for five a.m. <gasps> oh, 
And do you remember when that alarm would go off, either I would go into your bunk or you would come into my bunk and we would cry. Do you remember that? I cried every morning. With me. We would cry together. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember. I remember going into your bedroom because, listen, at the time, I thought I had a bestie who wasn't you. Okay. And I made that bestie, said bestie, like sleep in my bed or whatever, because mm-hmm. I was so fucking scared being at that outdoor egg cabin, mm-hmm. but she was not being supportive. Like she was just kind of like, calm down. This is not that bad of a situation. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I was, like, I don't remember anything, but I was probably like, y'all are dramatic. Right. Everybody was. But, like, I Everyone, remember, but I me and Sarah. I remember like crying about that trip. Like, but right. we were, we were like, dramatic. For middle school girl to go like out in the woods. The woods. Grade, like that's traumatic. Yeah. Exactly. My friend, though, my bestie at the time, mm-hmm. said that I was being too dramatic. She didn't want to deal with me. But guess what? Who Guess who did want to hang out? Me, Miss Girl. Freaking Sarah. Me, the real girl. bestie. That's when I knew who the realist was because you would cry with me. But what I wanted to yeah, say. Yeah, let's continue. That was an experience, but I think the most important part of Outdoor Ed to talk about is really just the friendship bonding that we had. But I need to tell... So I've only seen two ghosts in my life. (gasps) One of the times was at At Outdoor Outdoor Ed. Ed. (gasps) I remember remember? the ghost story. So tell me. We were at... This wasn't even when they were like trying to spook us out. We were at the campfire, right? Right. And I was sitting with the girlies and all the teachers were on like the right side right. and on the left side was the pickup truck that they had driven up in after they made us fucking trek because they were lazy and fat as fuck. Right. And um, this, and we were looking over at the pickup truck and we saw a man leaning up against the pickup truck and we were like, what teacher is that? Yeah. And we had flashlights. So we flashed the flashlights on that person. Right. And as soon as the light hit that body, that everyone around me saw this, yeah. everyone around me saw this. As soon as the light hit that body, that person disappeared. And we started screaming, like me and everybody around me started screaming. Yeah. And the teachers got so mad because they thought that we were just fucking with everybody and trying to like scare everybody. And years later, like in high school, um, a mutual friend had connected with somebody or she was already in contact with somebody who had also seen that and told her the story without like, I, I haven't spoken to this girl in like 10 years. Yeah. Told the story, like the same exact fucking way. And she wasn't with you. No, she was there, but like I hadn't, we weren't friends at the time. We were never friends. 10 years later, she tells the story the exact same fucking way. Isn't that I think that there was a ghost there, honestly. I felt the yeah. ghost energy at that outdoor ed education. It was creepy. I remember when they, like, this one science teacher, he, mm. like, had told the ghost stories. Like, he made us walk around and tell the ghost stories at the campsite. I was a little scared. I was so scared. I remember my my girl at the time, my girly, mm-hmm. she was dating a boy in sixth grade. Kind oh, of like, yeah. Okay. And I remember I was so scared. And this is the same girl that I made sleep in my bed. Cause I, I was know so exactly scared. what you're talking about. I was so, so scared. Mm-hmm. And I remember I like was so terrified and she was scared too. But the boy at the time, the sixth grade, he was trying to year old, come to our cabin. I remember he was, trying to, he was trying to pull up. I but, remember that. Yeah. But I remember 
he was holding my one hand and then his girlfriend who was my best friend was holding his other hand and he was like guiding us both through this ghost story because we were both so scared and so terrified and this little 11 year old was like I will protect you girls like at all costs and And I was like like, and he was like four feet tall he was shorter than us the shortest person in the group yeah no it wasn't it wasn't wait what it was I will say it when you could cut oh I was thinking oh it was said it was I know stop Sarah no because no was also trying to pull up to the cabin though a lot of guys were trying to pull up to our cabin okay let me tell you we had the baddest bitches in our cabin everybody wanted to pull up that is a strong word no no the baddest bitches were in our cabin the baddest bitches was me you and sophia and we were all in the cabin yeah but nobody else so therefore don't don't generalize all the other girls everybody was trying to pull up to the baddest bitches cabin but don't bring the other bitches into it there was slip picking because i Okay, that's all I'll say. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to like get some sort of like beep to just put in like when I say the the personal information, personal information, like school names, like all of that. I'm just gonna have to because I don't because we're famous. I don't want to get stuck. But very defining moment in our friendship. Right. So was the Jamaica trip. Right. Fast forward year. Sophomore year of high school. Right. Miss girl here, Miss Money. Miss Money, Miss Rich Girl took her poor broke friend to Jamaica. You paid no, that's not even true though, because you paid for I paid for one thing but not the other. You paid for your flights, which is the most expensive part. But like everything because y'all paid for the fucking all inclusive resort. No, but girl, but girl, inclusive resort, but girl. Remember when? Oh my god! I don't know. I gotta ask Miss Shara to pull up the receipts because I do not think it was like because we paid for one thing, but like most of it was because my because if we were if it was a lot of money, my mom like we don't have money. Like my mom would not have let me go. Wow, like guaranteed. But thank you for taking me on that trip. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Even though we were. We're, we have such a sister relationship. We got in some fights on that trip like we normally do when we spent an extended period of time together. I don't remember these fights. I, no, so I feel like you were mad one night because I was too tired to come to karaoke. So, like, there would be a couple times that, like, you just wouldn't be doing things. And I'd be like, we in Jamaica, girl. Like, we got to go to karaoke. We got to go to this all, you I know, all you can eat. Sleep. Right. But I was like, we got to go to the all-you-can-eat buffet. It's I went to midnight. the all-you-can-eat buffet. But sometimes you would go to bed too early. And I'd be like, we need to go I'd to the midnight. Mi- I know. I know. Because we'd be out in the sun all day. I remember. Um, and we'd be out in the sun looking for fucking drinks. Pina coladas. Pina coladas in specific because we weren't 18 at the time. At 18, you can drink there, but yeah. we weren't 18 at the time. Right. And we started scavenging. And this is when I found out that I was the master manipulator. Yes, tell them. So I, we were, and no, because that's also, we got in a fight about it because I remember because we really? were so stressed out about not being able to get drunk that we started lashing out at each other. I remember this shit. Because it's like, I was like, you need to go up to that person. And then you were like, no, you need to. Like, you Bro, need to yeah, step up yeah. and like go ask somebody to get us the pita colada. But what ended up happening was this British girl came up to us. Oh my God. I think her name was like Ebonide or something like that. I don't fucking remember. Like, it started she with an was e. She was a our beautiful, guardian angel. Beautiful woman. Guardian angel. And she's asking us about how to connect to the wi-fi because she wanted to call back home or whatever one thing leads to another we're talking as you recall with the outdoor ed story 
Wi-Fi and TV at that time necessities incredibly important to me. So I was like, yes. As soon as I got here, I knew how to do the Wi-Fi. Yeah, so, so we help her out, and she's like, oh, you guys are so nice. How old are you? And I was like, oh, like we're 15, 16, however we were, I think 15. Yeah, like 25. Huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were like fucking 15 at the time. We and were. She, we were 15. And she said, oh, that's funny. Like, you guys look older. Right. I saw my fucking opportunity mm-hmm. and I slid in. I was like, oh, really? Because, you know, <laughs> we were trying to get drinks, but we don't know. We look kind of young. And she goes, you want me to get you guys some drinks? We were like, what? We said two pina coladas. Stat. Thank you, ma'am. I Thank think, you, ma'am. I think we did honestly at first be like, what? Like, you're okay with that? Like, you yeah, don't want to make you uncomfortable. Like, yeah, that type yeah, of yeah. shit. And also... I wasn't registering the fact, registering, registering, registering the fact that it was an all inclusive resort at the time. Right. So I'm like, where's my wallet? Where's my wallet? Right. But no, like it's like really no big deal. No like, big deal. And that bad bitch, if she's out there, got us those pita coladas. Dude, I really hope can we No, This is what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut this shit up. <laughs> and put it on TikTok. Yeah. And the TikTok sleuths are gonna have to find this girl. Find her. What what was do you remember the like the resort or anything? We were at the Hilton Rose in Montego Bay, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. It was twenty roughly twenty fifteen. And it was mm-hmm. in the spring. Spring break, so probably April. Mm-hmm. She had a child. How do you remember this shit? I don't remember much, but I do remember that she had a child that she was talking about. Mm -hmm. And she was vacationing in Jamaica. She had a beautiful accent. She was like, probably like, she had like a mixed complexion is what I would say. Let's just everybody share this video until it reaches her and she reaches out to us that's the only descriptions i can have of her though i was trying i can't picture her at all i couldn't tell you her name all i remember is that she got us some fucking pina coladas so if you got some underage girls some pina coladas in jamaica montego bay in the 20 motherfucking 15 please hit us the fuck up we owe you something miss girl honestly she also told us not just that but she told us like oh if you guys see me around Mm -hmm. i will get you more pina coladas while you're here i do remember that and then i was like what like a queen because we were queen. so mad that we couldn't get drunk yeah we were like we were going so and asking mad. all the bartenders to give us like a little bit of rub and they were like no you don't have the right band and like you know speaking of getting drunk tell me I'm, i gotta stop getting drunk but i can't so why do you have to stop well because i'm like this should be making me sick, bro. I'd be like hung over and like getting drinks because it's that it's the server life. It's the motherfucking server life. Yes. Everybody wants to get drinks all the time. And it's like, hey, um, you're a grown ass man. I am a little girl. I can't drink as much as you. Oh yeah, no problem, no problem. A beer or two in. Can I get like three tequila shots over here, my guy? Like, bro, I can't. I can't drink like that. I'm hungover every day, and then I'm drinking hungover, and then everybody wants to go get drinks, and I can't handle it. I'm not made for this life. I'm not made for the server life. I'm not made for it. So, I'm not built like that. So the only solution I can have mm-hmm. is to just start smoking more weed again. 
Girl, but you know my problem with that is that I'm literally allergic to THC. She has the most, yeah. Cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome. If you know, you know. When I smoke weed, which I do still, even though I shouldn't, I get belligerently ill. Like, on my deathbed. (sighs) Ill. See, like, that's a real problem. And And I don't stop is the problem. But then, you know, I was like... Smoking weed makes me so sick. I'm going to start drinking. So then I started drinking and now I'm just wanting to smoke because I'm drunk and now I'm crossfaded. And, um, Sophia, Miss Freddie Benson, she really believes that I'm going to go through a Coke phase. Have you ever? I would never. I have hiccups again. Oh, hell no. I put that shit in the kitchen. Oh, hell no. Um, just trying. Oh, she's. Oh, my God. We fucking. This so maybe a we should tell the viewers or the listeners what your trick is. Because I've never heard of this and it actually worked. For oh, hiccups. for hiccups? You drink water through a paper towel. It, I've never it, heard of it. It worked the first time, didn't it? And this just came back, though. But then you got, like, hold your breath a little bit after. Cause the, what happens is you're, you're drinking water without letting the air in. Right. I and actually feel great now. Back. I'm back glad. at it. But, um, por favor, can we get that nasty ass cup out of that shot? Oh my. Fired. Okay. Freddie. Okay. You need to get the fuck out of my house. You just knocked over the set. Uh, the set is back. We have, no, you need to get out. The new guest is coming in. I'm Should joking. I go? <laughs> Should I go? <laughs> what were you fucking talking about? So like Coke. I've never done Coke. Because that shit goes straight to your brain. So it goes like I have a friend. Up and into your into your brain. Keep right. Going. I have a friend who, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna name names, has never well, now they have, but they never did any drugs, but like came to me and was like, oh, like I'm gonna do Coke. Like I'm doing I'm it. The first one. As like a first, like they drink, but they never did like smoked. They never did any other type of drugs. Right. Yeah. So if uh, you're a drinker, yes, Coke. But I don't understand Coke because I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be off the wall, crazy, energetic like that. Like I don't want to be like that. Um, I just don't want to fuck up my brain, because and I don't want to have a heart attack either. That's probably smart. Right. Yeah, because I believe that if it goes up your nose, it goes straight to your brain. But that I'm just sense. like, I need some sort of alternative because the restaurant lifestyle, you were a server for yes. an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And I think you can agree that the lifestyle is pretty messy. I would say that when you are a server, being a server is all you can do. Like, be like think about. Like, because it's the money becomes addictive because you're getting such instant gratification from those <laughs> tips. Instant gratification. Yeah, like, you really do. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you're always around the same servers, hosts, people working at the restaurant. So those become, like, your friends. So your social mm-hmm. life and your work life are so it's, interconnected. It's yes, crazy. Exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. It's And it's fucking messy. And I'm glad that right Right now the place that i'm serving at right. like it's not messy people aren't coming in fucked up people aren't like sleeping wow. with each other yeah i was impressed i was like y'all not doing bumps in the bathroom like right i've never heard of that type of establishment yeah me neither so it's kind of fancy kind of kind of nice but right um i think once we like hire more people you know like it's inevitable because 
the restaurant lifestyle is fucking messy. Right. And I was glad to find out today that you also believe in the work boyfriend quotation marks <sighs> concept. Because I thought that was a me thing. No. So can we clarify what the work boyfriend is? Someone who's cute at work, but wouldn't be cute outside of work. You do not associate outside of work. You do not talk um, outside of work. It depends. When you start associating and talking outside of work, then now not it's getting, but now it's getting kind of messy though. There's levels to that shit. You know what I mean? It's just sometimes you're just so bored where you're like, hmm, I wouldn't fuck with him in real life, right. but I'm bored as fuck right now. You're kind of okay. Let me just flirt with you for some fucking mm. entertainment. That's a work boyfriend. For me, a work boyfriend is somebody that I think is attractive. I stare mm -hmm. at them a lot. I talk stare. to them. I have good conversation. They say, hello, how are you? They're polite mm -hmm. at work, but they're not their real selves. You know what I mean? Like not quite yet or they're their work so mm -hmm. it's like it's, it's a work person you know what i mean they're mm -hmm. like serving they're trying to help you like for example for me they will bring my table a water like for me but i it's like for them but it, i think it's for me and that's a work boyfriend to me they are not really that interested outside of work but it's in work we have like a connection of some sort they're helping me out they're making conversation but outside of work i don't think it would necessarily work out so i just have this fantasy that i build every time i work but here's the thing though Tell as me. somebody who has accidentally mix you know like grade lines between work boyfriends like started hanging out with a work boyfriend outside right. of work that's when you know it's no longer okay exactly. that's you're why I've crossing never got the into line that point. that's why i've never got into that point and i have and it's not good and don't do it the and don't fantasy do it is the best part just yeah. imagining them as that little server say hi how are you yeah a little a little flirt a little flirting you know what i'm saying a little flirting and restaurant casual talk, restaurant talk is different than it's regular different. people talk yeah that's what in the restaurant, to say to it's like oh babe can you do me a favor babe yes! and like if somebody said that to me outside of a restaurant who the fuck are you who? talking Talking to, my guy? Who the fuck like you talking to my guy favor like talking to my babe honey but in the restaurant it's like normal and accepted it's normal i used to I go and touch shit. people i used to go hug yeah. them i used to whatever i'm like hey babe can you do me a favor yes my love? and then they would get you the water and you'd be like we're getting married like yeah. we're getting married yeah, today but, but don't hit me up outside of that work environment never you cannot never. have my snapchat nor my instagram um we are kind of running out of time i want to wrap it up yeah with because we had briefly mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast first time smoking you said that we were both there but i was not there i was in the car right sophia was there let's talk about first time smoking first sessions like first time getting high or any like weird uncomfortable like sesh stories that okay. you have Just because like a it is a story it is a weed podcast so just share something you know a little eventful you know what i'm saying I think that my first big like weed story mm -hmm. occurred freshman year okay. of college. And this is the first time that I can just remember being like, oh, fuck, like I'm high as shit right now. Mm -hmm. And it was off of a rest in peace dab rig. And uh, I came to my roommate's ex-boyfriend's apartment who had like all the weed paraphernalia 
And at that time, I was, like, kind of into drinking. Like, I was Mm -hmm. a freshman at a state college. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I party every night. Like, whatever. And they didn't really smoke because it wasn't, like, the vibe at the time. Mm -hmm. But I went to this apartment. He had all the contraptions. He had the rig. The contraptions. And all my friends were, like, you know, hitting the rig. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, let me try it. Yeah. And I just remember, first of all, I threw up. I threw up. Mm, greened out. I greened out. Yes, I am. It and happened then, to the best of us. I just remember I could not figure out how to get home. Like, I could not walk down the stairs. No. I was, like, crying. I was, like, far away. And then, like, no. my roommate and her ex were, like, you know, doing their own thing. Like, I was, like, kind of, like, with my friend rest in peace like no not rest in peace she's still with us and alive like i'm well but like at that time she was dead like at that moment the two of us were not coherent we were just like crying about not being able to get home it was so upsetting we were it was kind of like outdoor ed but weed (laughs) outdoor ed but weed girl i think the best way and now you any weed stories the best way to end this podcast is the craziest sesh I have ever experienced. Yeah. And um, why you probably shouldn't smoke with strangers. Oh, my God. I want to know. One time. Yeah. I was 17 years old. Uh-huh. We were going to Echo Stage. Oh, my God. Already and, a good story. And, yeah. And I was using my sister's ID because you don't have to be 21 to get in. You have to be 18. But yeah. I was 17. My sister was maybe, like, 20 at the time. I used her ID to get in. They put yeah. the axes on my hand. We're vibing out. Um, somebody buys me a beer. Yeah. The second that my lips touch the can, I have two grown men manhandling me out of that fucking club. Oh, no. And we we had drank before we went in. And the thing about me drunk is I can easily become an angry fucking drunk. As you should be easily. when you're mandled out of Echo Stage. That's, Yeah. So I'm walking outside of Echo Stage and I'm like screaming. Yeah. I'm like, fuck Echo Stage, blah, blah. Yeah. And these two men who were just chilling on the side of the street were like, hey, yo, like what happened, blah, blah. So, and I'm waiting for my other friends to realize that I got kicked out and like yeah. come and join me. You know what I mean? Because we came in my car. I didn't drive because I was drinking. My other friend was driving, but we came in my car. Right. So I was like, okay, as I'm waiting for them to come find me, I'm going to talk and kiki with these strangers. So I'm talking with these guys and then my friend pulls up and I'm pretty sure like it's time for the conversation to end. And she pulls up and she looks these men, these men dead in the face. Their names are Sleepy and Tom. <sighs> not the start s- of any good story. Not Sleepy. 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 Sleepy and Tom. And <laughs> um, she looks them dead in the eyes and she goes, do you know anybody we can cop off of around here? I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? So what does Sleepy and Tom say? They say, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> like, what's up? Like, what's, what's good? What's the move? This yeah. was the friend who was driving my car. And she's like, why don't you just hop in the car with us? Like, we can go. I'm like, okay. Um, you got in the car with Sleepy and Tom. I didn't, like, it, there, I'm too nice. There was no way for me to be, like, nah. Like, I was trying to smoke a blizzy. Like, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? I was trying to smoke a fucking blizzy. And... I even though it was my car, I volunteered to sit in the back on the hump and between right. these two men, the camera just turned off. We're gonna roll with the other two. Right. Um 
<laughs> so I volunteer to sit in the middle of these two men, right? Right. We go, we cop, they get us bud. Yeah. So far, so good. We park in a McDonald's parking lot mm-hmm. in DC, boxing my car. I'm in the back of my own car between two strangers we found on the street. Sleepy and Tom. Boxing in this McDonald's. And I think with Sleepy was like, you know, I'm a rapper for real. I'm a rapper. He's oh, like, let me send no. you some of my work. He goes, I'm going to email it to you. So did he email you his he, work? He emailed it to me, but that was red flag number one. It wasn't he, text. It wasn't airdrop. It was email. Can you make that as our outro? Is Sleepy's rap? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I think it's fucking long gone, but that would be iconic. But I just don't think I have it. Shout out Sleepy. I'm going to be honest with you, yo. That shit was trash. But you had to pretend you were vibing with it because they were right next to you. You You were like, this shit is going to go big. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah, this shit fucking bumps. Trash. Trash. Anyway, like we're vibing or whatever. And I'm like, okay, like I'm kind of surprised that it has gone this good so far. Right. Then the creeping starts. No. And I don't play that shit. Right. I don't play that shit. So I'm like, I, we're going back home now. Where can we drop you guys off? Because yeah. it's not like we can just pull up to their houses. We found them on the fucking side of the street. Right. You know? Right. So like, where are we dropping you guys off? And they're like, why? Like, what's going on? I thought we were vibing or whatever. And because as soon as you start creeping, I get fucking mean and I get yeah. rude and I get aggressive. I don't fucking play that shit. And I'm like, nah, we're dropping y'all off. Where the fuck are we taking you? And they're like, why are you getting aggressive? Like, blah, blah, blah. We start beefing with these men in the car. And we start, like, it's like a screaming match at this point. I'm like, bro, we are dropping you the fuck off. Like, where are we taking you? It was a whole thing. We finally get these men out of our car. And then afterwards, for the next, like, two hours, we go to, like, some sort of IHOP Denny's, get food, and we are just silent. We're not saying nothing to each other. We don't know what the fuck just happened. We don't Aww. know if we should address it. We were like, what the fuck? Oh, that's not a good, like, move. Dude, It was. it's the greatest story I have. <laughs> I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it happened. And that's when we end the <laughs> podcast. You know, uh, knocking shit over. That's officially all right, guys. Well, thank you for having me, Sarah. Of course, this is a this was this was a great way to start it off. This is so great. Um, so <laughs> it's a call by McCulloch attacked. Um, smoker's lug or or COVID. <coughs> no COVID. I'm fully vaxxed. Oh, okay. Um, good for you. Fax girl summer. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. We got to cut this shit off. She's, she's having an allergic reaction. <laughs> All right. The podcast ends because Sophie just dies. No, she's dead ass like fucking like, uh, just passes out right here. Oh my God. Are you I'm good? You need I'm a vibe. To- okay. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> All right, thank you for watching. If you made it this far, damn, that's fucking crazy. Share this shit. We're about to fucking blow up. Famous and rich. You know what I mean? We're about to shit on the fucking Kardashians. Kim who? Kim who? Kim who? Kylie who? It's Sarah, Sophie, and Sophia, a.k.a. Freddie Benson. Benson. (laughs) Um, And I will see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye.